Hello and welcome everyone to episode 59 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? How's it going? I'm, of course, uh, Brandon Bovia, letterer of manga (laughs) Uh, on series like Dragon Ball Super, Kaiju Number 8, and uh, many, many more. Uh, I was trying to think. Uh, No, I I haven't had anything like super new or, or exciting that i could talk about lately so uh we'll just go with those <laughs> yeah holding steady and all that uh kind of like our arc here right we're, we're back from yep. the movies and uh back into the fights and it's I, I would classify this set of chapters as transitioning into okay taking the fight to narrow yeah pretty much it's it's like we've boiled the like sort of the beginning of the end almost it feels like we've kind of boiled our contestants, as it were, down to like the core few. Mm-hmm. You know, we've the, cleared out all the riffraff, or are kind of in the process of clearing out the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, pretty much in, in that case. And honestly, much much of it is taken care of in this first chapter. Yes, <laughs> uh, two seventy one, pirate Zoro versus vassal Alm. We're back to to this titling, and uh, we well, we got to catch Luffy up because he still doesn't know he's in. A, he got eaten by a snake. It's like <laughs> even he says it's like oh it must have been rough to get eaten by a snake it's like you're the one that got eaten by him too so yeah he, he thinks nami and company have uh, <laughs> they got eaten it's like no we are currently in the process of being eaten <laughs> i love how gonfor says so you're the captain these must be desperate times <laughs> <laughs> oh the shade the shade we got them sort of reacting and figuring things out. And Nami's, of course, giving Luffy an earful. And Gonforce, like, man, Blue Sea women are barbaric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love that you know, Luffy, of course, once he finds out that, that they've been eaten, he's like, oh, we'll just uh, let's go through the exit hole. <laughs> yeah, just get pooped out, whatever. No, yeah, no, it's no, fine. No worries there. <laughs> and I, I also love the reaction. It's like, okay. The snake ate us because it was provoked. So let's get out of here before it happens again. And they all have the same realization at once. Yes. Were well, you kicking and screaming the whole time? It's like, oh, yeah, I tried to break out of here. And he's like, it's all your fault. Smacks yes. him. <laughs> which causes the snake to like curl up and go nuts even more so. Like, this poor snake. <laughs> he's just going through it. Uh-huh. He's huffing and wheezing and sobbing. It's just tough. And all the while, like, Wiper is all about, okay, I got to get Isa out of there. So I'll just cut its belly open. Yeah, there's a, a a good few panels that is just like him trying to take on this gigantic thing. And it, God, it just, it all looks incredible. Although I still feel like I don't underscale the, uh, understand the scale of the thing where they're kind of like trapped in the kind of cage looking thing. Yeah, like all of a sudden it seems way bigger or portions of it just gone. Like it, there's indications that it's there at some points, but other points yeah. it's like it might as well not be there. I feel like it might as well not be there if there's enough room for a giant snake to kind of wiggle around in. Yeah, I mean, it was there so Wiper couldn't stop Neru from hurting Rocky. Yeah, it it was that sort of kind of... It, was, it had that dramatic effect. Right. Um, and I guess it doesn't really matter in the long run, but it is one of those, like... I, I don't understand how it works with this with the giant snake in here uh, i'm thinking about it too much clearly yeah <laughs> i mean wiper does at least some damage where he's able to singe the snake's tongue but that's a bit about it in the meantime <laughs> zoro is still dealing with Alm and yeah also trying to figure out how to get 
them out of there. But Om's not really letting him uh, alone. And the other heavenly warriors try to take him on too, and he just smacks him aside. <laughs> yes, get out of the way. <laughs> Zora is mainly concerned with how the heck Om keeps knowing where he's at because of his mantra and you know figuring it all out. He doesn't. I, I don't know if he has the context or not. I mean, I, I guess he's heard of the mantra, but he's still like mystified by it in some ways. Yeah, because I guess he wasn't there for the the fight against the ball guy. No, but I feel like they traded information. At, at yeah, yeah, point. yeah. I get, there would have been enough downtime uh, for that to happen, but mm. yeah, it's still you know even if he knows about it, it's still like a like you, you not much you can do against somebody who can read your mind. No, not not really. So he he keeps attempting to get in there, but then we see kind of the coolness of Om's sword. Like it's not yeah. just a sword. It's, it's since it's made of iron cloud, it can be any shape. So he makes like an iron wall in front of Zor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Bro, that he smacks into. Like Looney Tunes style. Mm-hmm. Then he has a fan and a fork and a flail. All these. Yeah, it's a very versatile sword. <laughs> crazy weapons that he just decides yeah. to use. You know, he's like, you can't wait if you keep your distance. And Zora's like, no, 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 it's not true. So he's. He whips out the 36-pound Phoenix. Nothing really goes there. Kind of just bounces off at that point. Yep. And things are looking kind of desperate for him. He's he's not doing so great. And the great thing is we have this countdown. It's like three people left, two animals. Like we are officially down to just Alm, Wiper, Zoro and the two animals. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting fight. Like it's going back and forth, but I don't think this is one of Zoro's best. And the I'll be honest, yeah, because down to just it, these two, it kind of just ends. Yeah, like Zoro's. It, it doesn't really dodging, and he doesn't really have a grand like revelation or anything. You know, he has the he 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 kind of counts up here uh, at the uh, at the end of the fight. He's like, oh, you know, I, I could use that that uh pound phoenix with three swords <laughs> yeah he's like right one sword is 36 pounds we got second for 72 pounds gets the 30 sword style for the 108 pounds and then he releases the 108 pound phoenix which is his long distance attack which yeah. catches Alm off guard because it deflects the iron cloud and basically just cuts through him and that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of... Zoro found the win button is sort of how this fight feels. I mean, it's cool and all, but it's... I don't know. For, it's weirdly unsatisfying. Yeah, it feels like we just... We kind of just had to take out Ohm. And and maybe that is kind of the sort of major complaint with the... when we, We've talked about this before with the um with the vassals where it's just like, yeah, they're all kind of... You know, they're, they're fine. But I, I, I'm definitely going like, oh, yeah, this is why I didn't remember Ohm because, you know, the fight, like, he just... He's uh, taken out pretty uh, unceremoniously. Yeah, like there's, there's, he has good stuff in there with the, the weirdness of the dog and the, the free for all portion of the fight. But once it becomes one on one, he just loses all interesting traits about him. Yeah, I guess there's not really much of a build up to it anyway. Like, or even the, you know, Zoro being kind of on the back foot, you know, is always fun to watch. But yeah, it, it just sort of after that, it's just it just ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Shame, but uh, eh, 
the way, the way it goes. Although, <laughs> before we end this off, we do have an SBS. Nothing too crazy in this, but my God, I laughed. There was a person who questioned, like, if Zoro and Sanji went head-to-head in all seriousness, who would be strongest? Uh, so since Zoro defeated Mr. One, does that mean Zoro's stronger than Sanji? And <laughs> Oda doesn't answer the question at all. Instead, he's like, when he says he man-to-man, can- he thought he was comparing their manliness is like it's like hey watch how you phrase your sentences anyway let's move on <laughs> he completely dodged the question <laughs> which take that power scalers yeah exactly we don't want you we don't want you here <laughs> nope go away go away oh goodness that's really it for the chapter so let's get to 272 play and hey it's finally time to begin our sixth chapter title page series and gee, I wonder who this could be when it's catch the thief that didn't pay the tab. Who do we know that doesn't pay their tabs? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out uh, next chapter. Yeah, we will find out very soon. Either way, we are actually back with Robin. And she's sort of figuring things uh, things out where she sees this slab that, that have words that are written that are in the same script as the Poneglyph. And... She's like, okay, the only people who know knew how to use those symbols were the ones who created the poneglyph. And she actually reads it out. Uh, Hold the truth in your heart. Keep your mouth silent. We are the ones who weave history with the reverberations of the great bell. And she's like, okay, so we're figuring this out. But the history has been erased. The town's books are all burned. So the poneglyph was brought to the city and the city fought against the enemy. And it was ruined in service of protecting the poneglyph. So... Where's this bell? What's going on? It's like we got this whole mystery that she's trying to solve. What were they trying to protect and who was interested in burning the history? Yeah. I'm, yeah that's um... I forget a lot of these threads. <laughs> I forget a yeah. lot of these threads, but we'll see how it all... I mean, you know how it all comes together, it sounds like. Well, but... I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think with more context, so you kind of go like, okay, there's there are ways that this could go. I, I definitely don't have all of the answers here. Oh, okay. Um, but I could... It definitely has me in the mood to watch some theory videos. (laughs) (laughs) Understandably, understandably. But along with all this, she discovers some cart tracks that indicates that something was moved from this underground city recently. And that's when a Nehru shows up. It's kind of terrifying, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it has something to do uh, with the thing that was moving from here. (laughs) Yeah. Seems kind of likely. He kind of talks to her a bit. She's like... Ah, the legendary capital can't even be admired if it's covered in clouds. I discovered it. My idiotic predecessors didn't even notice it. It just kind of shows how much more knowledge he has on a lot of the people that he knows all this stuff. Yeah, that's sort of the scary part, right? Like, Inaru is smart. <laughs> yeah, he's far from dumb, and he's just supremely confident. It's, I think that yep. what's, what makes him so... Uh, good of, a, of an adversary at this point. Hard to uh, hard to judge him on the uh, scale of being a villain right now because yeah. yeah, he's done obviously terrible things, but I'm not sure if it's as grand as Crocodile at this point. Mm, mm. So we'll, we'll keep going. Of course, there's more to be revealed as we as we see. So uh, he's like he's basically just impressed. It's like man, it took us months to find these ruins, so it must be easy if you can actually read everything. But the gold's gone. So, yeah, all the gold in Shindora is actually gone. And he's, he's basically like, oh, yeah, uh, the glittering gold suits me. It's all mine. And she asked about the bell. And he's like, what bell? <laughs> uh, I kind of like this because it, it looks almost like like he kind of 
he he says that he's like, oh yeah, the bell is here, uh, and I think I think he's lying. <laughs> I I don't know, because Robin immediately tries to backtrack and say, oh, they must not have made it back here. I wanted to see the towers, and he's like, oh wait, no, it's here. It came up to the sky. He because he recalls like, ah, the, the the elders call it the island's singing voice. So there had to be a bell mm. made of solid gold. Gold, and he's like, sweet. More gold that uh, suits me just <laughs> fine. <laughs> I kind of want to come back to this conversation once, uh, once we're done with the arc, just because mm. I, mm, yeah, this is a. I think we'll be more interesting with the full context, uh, and I'm definitely uh, not working with all the cards here. Yeah, I I can't remember what happened with the bell. We know I know we find yeah. out, but I don't remember yeah. specifics. Same. Basically, uh, Robin just thinks to herself, okay, so the Golden Bell was in the sky, so the Poneglyph might be here too. And meanwhile, Inari's like, oh, only eight minutes left, so I might as well search the entire country and figure things out. It's like, oh, there's a maggot on the edge of the island. And sure enough, we go to the Whoa. edge. <laughs> <laughs> that that had me, like, that transition, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, these two are in trouble. It's not good. Because sure enough, Konus and Pagaya are here and they see one of the Kami's warriors crawling to the edge where he kind of lets them all know it's like we were trapped for six years in his prison and we got to treat him. And he's like, no, no, no. It's like you have to warn Angel Island because Neru is planning to destroy everything. He's going to crash Skypea into the Blue Sea. And just the stakes have just skyrocketed or I guess... Uh... You know, plummeted. <laughs> plummeted. <laughs> well, Skype is going to plummet, but the stakes have uh, increased significantly. <laughs> yeah, it's like it. It just seemed like we got to stop the coming. It's like he's being a jerk. Yeah, yeah, and we want to get this goal, and all of a sudden, it's like, no, yeah. no, he's planning to kill everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he he he's like, oh, he doesn't need it because he has his own arc, the arc maxim. It's then that Pagaya noticed a, a little bit of a crackling. Uh, as they're talking and uh, he pushes Conus out of the way as a giant thunderbolt just strikes the, that guy and the guy at the same time. Yeah. And that's it. Oof. Yeah, that's it. I have no idea if I mean, it's one piece, so he's probably OK. Um, but <laughs> it's still like, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, you know, just taking again, no chances. <laughs> he, Eru is just so omnipotent that like he can just stop anybody from, you know, letting the truth get out yeah yeah it's yeah, uh, that is just terrifying very worrisome but uh we we go back to zoro who you know succeeded in taking down Ulm, but there's still the the problem of his dog and uh he's like oh god wait and then actually waits <laughs> turns yeah out, <laughs> turns out it was trained so well it obeys everyone so Bo- zoro tells him to bang your head and pass out and he does and- <laughs> <laughs> what a, Again, funny. that is amazing that is a grand, great like payoff for this weird dog <laughs> yeah I still feel like like he just uh, Oda didn't know what to do with either of these guys and so we're just like okay we're, we're, we're done <laughs> yeah but at least we get a good Moving gag on. out of this one yeah yeah it was it was good it made me laugh all of a sudden as you know the snake Zoro and Wiper are going to go at it we get the Sango smash from Aneru. And the, God, like the light coming up from below and just like the heavy shading. It just looks incredible. Oh, man. And then just see the lightning encompass the entirety of the, the uh, giant Jack uh, reach that cloud and whatnot. And just that smile like 
Yeah. He just creates a massive hole in the clouds that sends everything above crumbling down. And yeah, it's it's not great. He's like, all right, let's bring your friends down to Shandora. So they all fall. And Zora is able to grab Chopper's unconscious body, keep him safe. And uh, they're all tumbling down in. And uh, man, it's it's it just seems like pure chaos where uh, Nehru has control of everything, where uh, Konus leaves Sue the fox to watch over Sanji and Usopp. And she's holding back her tears as she has goes to the island to warn everybody. And Nehru just announces, let's get to the finale. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, accurate. Yeah, quite, quite accurate. Uh, it, it's now we're in the process of seeing yeah. what a Nehru's capable of, like really yeah. capable of. It, it, it feels like he is himself forcing like, all right, like, let's wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> so we are. <laughs> we are ready to get to, to it. So, yeah. Chapter 273, Quintet. And sure enough, our new story, Ace's Great Search for Blackbeard. Sorry about the Dine and Dash. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want to bet that he probably fell asleep during the meal, too? Oh, of course he did. Mid-conversation. <laughs> of course he woke did. woke up and just left. This will be fun. It's been a while since yeah, we've had a, a focus on a hero. Uh, not yeah, since that's true. Cody and Helmeppo. Yeah. Uh, really, I'm... It's not Wapal, so I'm I'm happy. <laughs> and we're trying to find Blackbeard. We'll see if we'll yeah, see if exactly. he actually like, finds him or not. It's cool because this is an actual like piece of information, right? That mm-hmm. like we know has happened. And so this is quite literally just like Oda filling in the gaps between So th- th- this I assume would all at least somewhat be I don't know, before before Luffy and Ace actually met in Alabasta. I could be, or it could be, or be after. He just—he's still in the search. He's still trying to find. Yeah, him. that's true. Yeah. So I think it, I, it takes place after. He's still just on the search. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I'm, I'm, I'm being dumb. Nah, uh, that's but right. <laughs> <laughs> either way, it'll be interesting to see what what uh, everybody's uh, favorite fireboy is up to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yeah, we begin the chapter with everybody falling down to Shandora and as the snake falls it's screaming out which causes all the food in it to just sort of shift up and Nami yeah. <laughs> jumps on the waiver uh, gets everybody to grab on and uh, it's quick getting, thinking on her part right and they're all ready to take off because well uh, Gonfor is on Pierre ready to go uh, yeah. Luffy grabs on but grabs on to the exhaust pipe so when <laughs> Nami takes off him and Isa get left behind in the clouds yeah. and Gonfor jumps out and uh, sends Pierre to go rescue him, and they're like, "Oh God, there's no floor. There's, there's like yes. we're still <laughs> we're still dropping." So yeah, Gonfor uh, is on his own. P- sends Pierre to rescue Luffy and Isa, and everybody just falls into Shandora. <laughs> Man, which is what a just such a cool dramatic set piece. Mm-hmm. Just what a way to bring everybody together. Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, after God, it's been a while. They they. When you think about it, like everybody's kind of been separated for uh, a good chunk of the story here. Yeah, I can't remember what chapter they all sp- uh, went off to actually get this gold, but yeah, uh, they're they're finally most of well, everybody's conscious is together. Yes, everyone who's conscious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Zoro immediately meets up with uh, Robin, who comments like, "Man, if you would have you would have died if you were normal, but yeah, he's just, he's just fine." <laughs> Meanwhile, the snake ended up uh, with his head below the clouds. He gets back up and he's still 
all upset and Luffy is still stuck in the snake. <laughs> yep. And uh. as, as we as you were saying before this, we're done with Luffy and the snake. <laughs> yeah, it's I feel like this this idea has kind of uh run its course. It's unfortunate they like okay this is a kind of clever way to keep luffy out of the action for now but now he's like it's into the twiddling your thumbs moment of this like yeah yeah because you just you know he's going to get out you know one way Mm -hmm. or the other and it's probably going to be when you know all the other characters need him the most or are down yeah it's it's time for that at the most dramatic point yeah it it feels like we're just waiting for it yeah yeah everybody's trying to get their bearings and uh wiper is in shock because he's like Oh my god, we actually found our homeland. Right, yeah, what a and way to find out. It seems like even the snake is really happy about this. It's like singing and dancing that it's it's in here. Which is, oh, and yeah, and even Nami takes note that it's like crying. Like it's like it, like it's happy to be home, which is e- even more tragic because Inaru is just kind of like, uh, die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, Everybody's been having trouble with this snake this entire time. Yeah. Oh, and there was just like, yeah, we're gonna fry you. He uses El Thor. I think is kind of the major theme of this of this uh, chunk of chapters. It's just like a character's kind of remarking, like, you know, we we worked really hard on that, and he just he just downed it in one in one blow. Or just mm-hmm. like we can't can't even touch him. <laughs> They're all worried about the ones that were trapped inside Isa, Nami, Luffy uh, well they don't know Luffy's in there but <laughs> Isa and Nami and Zora yeah. is like and all of a sudden they've like spot her it's like oh you escaped <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> uh, and just like oh yeah inside that is Luffy it's like what's he doing in there it's like I don't know <laughs> yeah why is he like this and yeah as you were saying Wiper's like crap I couldn't do anything to that thing and the Wiper took it out in just one go so but it's Wiper's turn to try to t- try to take him on. Wiper just decides, like, no, no, we're gonna have a ball cloud, and I'm gonna hang up up here and talk to you guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just chilling. Yeah, you know, the game isn't over yet, so uh, you and those behind you are the players, and we get this, ah, uh, I get this wonderful shot of all of them lined up in front of it. Like Nami's hiding behind a wall, holding on to Chopper's body, but all the others are yep. standing front and center in front of a Nehru. And so uh, he just says, yeah, all this, all this fighting has just been an amusement, a silly little game. Starting from when you set foot on the island to three hours later, I wanted to see how many of the 81 people would remain. And, you know, some joined halfway. They were welcome to, but I predicted there would be five survivors. And Nami's like, oh, thank God, there are exactly five. So <laughs> it's we're, we're good. And meanwhile, Nero says... Yeah, there's six people. We can't have six people. <laughs> yeah. left. And Nami's like, ah, crap. You forgot about that. <laughs> forgot about that mantra. <laughs> and I love this ending. It's like, all yes. right, who shall disappear? Fight amongst yourselves, and I'll obliterate that person. And everybody's like, yeah, no, nah, I, I, I refuse on this one. And Nami's thinking they're gonna point to her, and because mm-hmm. they're even kind of looking towards her, and they all yeah. turn back to Nero. He's like, no. You disappear. <laughs> that's a gr- uh, that's a great ending shot. And just yeah, it is a bad choice. He says <laughs> <laughs> it's that's nice to see a- them oh. actually all together ready yep. to fight this guy. I love that panel so much. <laughs> I know. He's just like, oh, you fools! <laughs> like he is truly showing himself to be a threat in this in yes. this set. Like I, it is there is no doubt he's more powerful than Crocodile. Yeah. 
Ooh, how will they overcome him? Yeah. All right. Chapter 274, Oratorio. We're in a race <laughs> for our, our yeah. <laughs> panel, our uh, colored panel. Sure. <laughs> it's neat, I guess. Although I love that Luffy has a turtle on his bike. That's that's cute. But I'm also a fan <laughs> of turtles. <laughs> yes. We begin with a flashback to uh, Gonfor by basically, basically doing the whole, are we the baddies? Yeah. <laughs> are we the monsters? And they're like, no, no, don't worry. His people are just like, no, no, don't worry about such things. The warriors might hear you. And he's just and Gone Force like they just want their homeland back, but our prosperous life is on Scapia is only possible because they our ancestors took the upper yard, and you know we've nego- like we've negotiated and just like what do we do? It's kind of a complicated question. There is really no easy answer for this. Yeah. Until this intruder shows up calling himself Kami Aneru. And and that's where the flashback ends. And it's uh, kind of, it's all over from there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, huh, we you still don't really know much about Aneru's past. Yeah. It's, I, I actually don't remember if it actually even gets elaborated on, to be honest. Yeah, but. I'm really not sure either. <laughs> yeah. He just seems to come out of nowhere. We then go to some Sky Island kids. One of which is very obviously the son of that guy that got fried by a Nehru try- warning of the uh, his his plans. Yes. My father's at the Kami's forces. Yes. Mom says he'll be back soon. I've never met him. I, I Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh, that's tragic. He's like, Oof. oh, your father was a great man as you turned to serve the Kami. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and all Oof. the while we go with transition over to Konus, like the country is doomed. We can't, I got to get his, me- deliver his message and warn everybody. So <laughs> we got to go. Yeah, that's a... Uh, Mm. I feel like, uh, I mean, of course, you know, we have definitely raised the stakes with um, Skypea now being in danger. Um, and I guess we have these little kids here kind of being like, you know, like, okay, we're we're seeing more of the normal society. And, and you know, so that, we, so that we can be worried about it, you know, uh, it can build tension and have us invested, you know, you know because we don't as the reader we don't want it to fall obviously yeah uh, but i do i do get a feel I, like the slight feeling that because we've spent the vast majority of the story arc in the upper yard it does feel a little uh like that we don't have that strong of a connection to this place no our only connection certainly is not Conus. relative to like like alabasta i think yeah because much... we were with vivi for so long and seeing the trials yeah. that her people were going for and all the mishaps along the way that you you got so invested with that, and we're I don't think that investment is quite there, but the battle with the Nehru is compelling enough on its own. I think. Like I agree. Stakes I agree there that, that make least. it more than just taking out this guy. But yep, there is there is that. Basically, Nehru's like huh, none of you understand the true meaning of the kami, and he goes over all of them. It's like what all of you are all about, and he's just like what my lambs desire mean nothing to me. There's something fundamentally wrong with the country, and they're just like shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Gonford demands to know where the commies forces are, and he's like, "What are your intentions?" And we get to see kind of his goal here. He wants yeah. a happy return that he wants to go to. On the island where he was born, people believe the Kami resides there. They call it Endless Varse. The land there stretches out farther than the eye can see. So he might be from the sky. I don't know. But it's, yeah. a, it's a paradise uh, that he seeks, that a land that he is worthy of him. And he wants, you know, why fight over something as 
small as Upper Yard when he could have, well, something endless. He wants all of it. And then he goes on to say, like, hey, you're people living in the sky. You're meant for the ground. This is unnatural. So we need to return it all. So he's, I'm going to crash it. I'll drag all the humans down from the sky. Yeah. And that's where how everybody else learns what he actually intends to do. It definitely upsets gone for. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has uh, turned the conflict a little more a little more existential. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely more personal for gone for, which is already was getting really personal. And yep. I-, I like this line where it's like commie is just a title for the governor of the country. And he's like, oh, that was true yeah. until now. Yeah, he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm actually God. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is the world of humans. There is no such a thing as comedy. He's like, and as you said, no, I'm, no, I'm God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your 650 followers finally t- finished the task. I signed them. As I told you earlier, the only ones left on this island are these six people. Like he wiped out all 650 people after they finished. Everybody, which yep. is kind of like, like, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, that I didn't kill him because I wanted to. They dark. just rebelled, so I did it. <laughs> yeah so again so we don't i feel like uh the like as a reader at this point you still don't have a a strong indication for what Inuit is actually trying to do right like no. whatever it is it's whatever very he's trying to yeah whatever he's trying to do involves tanking skypea i don't know if that's the reason why that they why um they rebelled against him or if there's more to it than that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I feel like, I think it's just his kind of sadism was, or just superiority complex is like, well, these people are beneath me and I feel yeah. they're unnatural. So let's get rid of them. Yeah, I it don't could know. be if, one if, or the if, other. If my boss walked up to me and it was like, hey, we're going to go for this endless Vars thing that's just as much of a legend. Uh, it's just like, what, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, sure. And Gonfor goes to the attack. Neru yeah. easily dodges to the side. Tr- says twenty million, and we get these quick little flashbacks of when Neru took over and got rid of Gonfor. Unleashes twenty million volts straight into Gonfor's head. Yep, and that's it for Gonfor. He's down, man. Some of those these words from in from Neru are unreal. Like. There is yeah. a commie in this world. It is I. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's that, such a, he's so cold. Yeah. It is solid. <laughs> like that is like, there is like some true threatening bits in there. He, he, just, he, he believes his own hype. Villain. Yeah, he really does. He really does. Like he is. I don't think we've seen a villain like this confident in themselves. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely even a step above crocodile. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's when I realized, okay, it's a devil fruit, probably the rebel rumble fruit. And Robin helpfully tells us it's one of the, of the many powers of devil fruit. It's one of the few that are considered invincible. The power of lightning. Which I feel like in, in other shonen manga, that just might be something that somebody says like to hype him up, you know, to really like, oh no, this guy, he's, he's invincible. And then, I don't know, you, you read like, 400 chapters later you know he's like a joke uh but like no honestly still <laughs> still up there yeah i have to imagine Ineru is probably still one of the most powerful villains yes <laughs> i feel like the 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 uh like the one piece power curve I, is a like, wave it, it is <laughs> like it just yeah. ebbs and flows <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like in, in a lot of other shonen manga like like uh, you know, it's just a pick, pick your poison, really, of any sort of, like, villain from 
274 chapters in where it's like, okay, well, obviously you don't compare. Uh, if anybody said that that villain was like, oh yeah, they're invincible, you know, you would have to escalate to the, you know, the later villains you know, have to somehow be even more threatening. But I feel mm-hmm. like even as somebody caught up to the manga, Inru is still <laughs> like really powerful. Yeah, I, I think, well, we'll get into how this all goes down that they're able to, you know, that they're able to, <laughs> they have to stand up to this because as we see, it's going to be a fight. <laughs> it's going to be quite the fight yeah. to actually take him down. But he's hey, one shot, basically everybody <laughs> pretty much. And he just, he's like, okay, now we're five. I'm glad you yeah. survived. And so it's time uh, for me to depart for the endless virus. And Hey, because of you guys being the final five, you get to come with me. And that way, yeah, wow. which is funny that he's just, he just, basically killed people it was like oh yeah you guys are still here uh, you can come with me <laughs> yeah i mean you're you're the few chosen because you actually survive so uh let's go <laughs> and then I, I want my godland yeah i do like that uh robin is like well what if we refuse and then Edward's like why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> like you will die <laughs> yeah you we will absolutely die here and she tries to pull a bluff on him. It's like, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're, it's true. Uh, your powers could destroy this country, but wouldn't you also be destroying the things you want, like the golden bell? It's like, oh, no, I already have an idea where it is. Uh, when I think back to your actions, I can see there's only one possible place. And she's like, what? <laughs> so, uh, And then they're like, we're probably thinking of the same place. So I get the sense that he actually does know where it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. Just by those words. He, he, he doesn't seem to type the bluff. He yeah. just knows. I don't know where it is, so I'm intensely curious again, like what what the bit about the bell was about. Mm-hmm. And then he just says, "You're shallow" to her before. Yeah. Wow. Just, just zapping her. That's it. Dang. Robin taken nope. out next. That's we lost Robin. We lost Gonfor. Yeah. That's oof, that's brutal. Yeah. That's brutal. Well, time for our final chapter of the set. 275 Divina Commedia or Divine Comedy. Yep. Which eh, I get. I see what you're doing there. (laughs) Yep. Uh, But yeah, we're gathering information now with Ace. I love how he actually has a, you know, like making a motion of of a beard with his hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the guy that he d- dine and dash uh, is right behind, still still behind him. him chasing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he He's not happy. Chapter two. <laughs> so far, nothing amazing for this, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. We're still only, we're still very early in. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, we begin with Robin going down and significantly Zoro being the one to catch her before she falls. Yep. Because he was always super suspicious of her. Yeah. Very oh, I wary. think about that. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is the moment he sort of fully accepts her as part of the crew. Yeah. As part of the crew. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> he just says, you know, he immediately says she's a woman, which I, I have, I have a slight <laughs> issue with him, with Zoro saying that specifically because of Queena. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's because true. That, that's her whole thing is like, because I'm a woman, I'm viewed as weaker. And he's like, this woman who's very powerful got taken out. How dare you attack her like that? Yeah. I don't know. That's That strikes me as a bit odd. Like, you don't, obviously it's not good to hit women and all that, but it's also one of those things where it feels patronizing in a way. Probably not, definitely yeah. not intentional, intentional, but it comes across just a little bit that way. I can see, I can see that for sure. 
Uh, I I feel like it, it it it's more just to kind of play up the drama, but oh, it absolutely uh, is. Yeah, but yeah, I could definitely it it's yeah, not not great. <laughs> <laughs> but again, an error with those cold cold lines. I know, I saw. <laughs> yeah, he just <laughs> does, he doesn't care. Doesn't care. It is interesting, like Zoro, you know, of course, going right in for the kill. Like, like I think. It, like Zoro might be the first person that Inaru has like complimented. <laughs> he might be because he he rather than like just let him get cut, he actually blocks it with his staff. Yeah, and so he he kind of sees a little more entertainment value out of Zoro maybe. Mm-hmm. And then Wiper taking the advantage to try to use the burn bazooka on him. Nope has a defensive lightning shield that just completely stops the bazooka yeah. flame. And I like that, like, the thunder crack, like, the sound effect is kind of over the burn bazooka sound effect. Oh, that's a good effect. I didn't even notice that. That's really yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like the noise is kind of overpowering it. Yeah, it's, it's cool. And then Nami giving us our scale. is like, I heard thunder. The air must have expanded at the speed of light. It was that hot. Yep. He, he's, he is lightning itself. And that's, <laughs> ooh, or weather girl saying that. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> And he's like, ah, he still wants them to come with him. But Zora's just yeah. like, yeah, we're not coming with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he goes for it. And uh, uh, Nero's just like, ah, well, time to teach your body a lesson about the Kami's rules. And he uh, allows himself to be sliced, but then immediately grabs hold of the swords and unleashes lightnings through the swords in electrocute yeah. Zoro. And now Zoro's, well, he, he's still conscious, uh, but he's down, basically. Yeah. Although Oda kind of speaking to his own views on the uh, dreams and whatnot, and because he, because yeah. Aneru does say having all your hopes shattered is not unlike death. Ah, oh uh, mm. yeah, that feels. I, I kind of glossed over that line, but that's very, very thematically appropriate. Man, the way he's just grandstanding this entire time he's just you mm-hmm. know saying death is the ultimate fear of humans and that is why they uh, why people bow their heads to the ground and beg for the kami's mercy as he forces zora's head to the ground it's like ah, creatures are made down the made to bow down in the face of terror that's instinct mm. i'm wondering almost if if i should save this or not i, I think i think it'll be okay to say uh the, the, uh, line about you know for humans death is the ultimate fear i don't have quite enough to like i feel like this might be kind of hinting towards something Hmm. in in the way that like like we've seen luffy who is you know oh does not fear death in the way that you know he was almost you know executed at um at rogue town and just you know he was smiling in his final moments and i think that is very also like very key to the themes of the story yeah and so I, I, I'm definitely looking at that line. Oh, uh, that's, like I didn't even think about that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, and so I, I, don't, I feel like I don't have enough evidence to be like, oh, there's, you know, this is clearly something here. But I feel like there's, there's something here. Because it, it's Luffy not just Luffy. Luffy often is ideological, ideologically yeah. opposed to most of the villains. And that would, yeah, and there I was think, not a pirate or anything like that. He's hurting his friends, obviously. But I, to have that little extra thing with that, that ideology... I yeah, think is I I, th- I think that's where we're getting at. It's I I, I would buy that. I would absolutely buy mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, also interesting that Zoro noticed that is like he's. I wonder if he's saying he's strong because of his the weight on his head or just strong because of the <laughs> lightning. I'm not sure. Yeah. Hmm. 
But uh, Wiper takes the opportunity to throw down his bazooka, wraps his legs around a Nehru, and uh, Nehru's just like, what are you doing? And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Wiper reveals, like, hey, do you know what C-Prism is? And he's Which, like, hey, remember that? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hey, my shooter has one in it because that sucks the power of those with devil fruit powers. It's like, oh, hell, Wiper had a plan. <laughs> like, yeah, he really did. I, I I, forgot that he was packing heat. I did, too. Uh, and, I thought he was going to waste it because he was lightning. I was like, oh, man, Wiper with the, again, foresight. Good on him. Yeah, he, he is definitely kind of <laughs> almost more formidable than the Straw Hats here. At this point, because he can actually negate uh, Aneru's powers and he's able to get in close because Aneru, well, doesn't think anything will happen to him. Yeah. Uh, Zoro takes the opportunity to get away. Wiper is ready to go for it and use the reject dial. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, hey, you're just going to kill yourself too. He's like, nope, I'm happy to die if I can take you with me. And Aneru tries to get him to stop finally and he just uses the reject straight into his chest. It's a great panel too. Oh, man. Just- Ooh, especially no- knowing what that's doing to Wiper's body. Oh, it's it's wiping him out. And yeah. we get these flashes to the other the other members of the crew. Uh, they're all passed out. And we get a flashback for himself where they're, they're talking about the Poneglyph and learning from the old chieftain, apparently. 800 years ago, the warriors of Shandora and those who sought to claim the stone fought in battle. They won, but the survivors were few and the sacrifices many. The survivors of that battle became the silent protectors of the great Poneglyph and the city's ruins. Then 400 years later, that's when the island got blown up to Skypea and then got yep. claimed. So they're trying to, that, that's another reason they're trying to get back the upper yard to get that Poneglyph back. Yep, because they're charged, it is their duty to protect it. That's fascinating to have that little extra reasoning there. Mm-hmm. It bears... Again, according to this chief, it's, it bears the great history of the land uh, of a land in the shadow of darkness. We so we must not let the light of Shandor be extinguished. So that's why mm. they fight so hard. I got so I got some feelings about that. <laughs> oh really? Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. But either way, Aneru's down. Like he yeah. is eyes white, blood coming out of his mouth, smoke coming off his chest. Wiper's not looking so great either, but he's still on his yeah. feet. Yeah, he's still standing. Uh, Nami goes in to check in on Robin and uh, Gonfor, and then all of a sudden, a crack of lightning strikes uh, Aneru's body. Basically, he gives himself, what is it, uh, the... Uh, uh, CPR? Well, CPR, but also like the clear... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Defibrillation. Defibri- yeah, yeah, yeah. Defibrillation, yeah. yeah. Massage his own heart, and somehow... While seemingly unconscious or extre- at least extremely damaged or near death, gets himself back on his feet and uh, restart, <laughs> jump starts his own start. heart. <laughs> Which to me says that like had had he not d- 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 wiper killed him basically he I I call that W for him like, he, <laughs> yeah yeah if, if it weren't for like that kind of like dumb shonen villain nonsense. He would he would have won. <laughs> I mean, yes, but it's also like holy shit, this guy. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, like he's he just won't go down. No, like even like that one big plan, that one best chance, and it failed. And not for lack of trying. It's not like I had this big plan and it didn't work at all. No, it worked. He was just able yep. to step bounce back from it because of his power <laughs> set, and that's yeah. Who 
And to end off on that line of people do not fear the kami, fear is the kami. That's God, I don't know what is it about Andrew's lines. Like every, every all of his one-liners are so good, <laughs> right? Yeah, they're just Ooh. he is terrifying. I I feel like these chapters are frank, uh, slightly uneven. Like hmm. there are things that I uh, that kind of feel like it is just sort of like we need to get these pieces in this place, and it's done a little bit haphazardly. Yeah, in in certain places. I can- not I can badly. It's still entertaining, yeah. but it just feels like, okay, we need to get to the finale here. And we're getting some interesting stuff, but it seems like most of this was just like, we need to show that a is a hell of a villain. <laughs> I'm a little, a little underwhelmed. I just like, even of the folks who got, you know, like God, like gone for and Robin getting down in the same chapter before they really get to do anything kind of sucks. And, Zoro not really ma- lasting that much longer, uh, presumably. Uh, I, so it, it's just kind of like, I, I get it. Like, we, we do kind of have to wrap things up, and I wouldn't have wanted it to kind of drag on. And I guess there's not really anything they can do against Inaru right. anyway. It's like, what what can... I mean, Gonfor has no powers. He can't yeah. he'll be as effective as anybody else to try to attack, attack Inaru. Same for Zoro. Yeah. He has no way to really attack him. Uh, and Robin... Yeah, still nothing. Yeah. So I guess it's it, it just like we're getting to where we need to go, which is good. Um, but I mean, it it really does feel like nobody has a chance against him. There's nothing they can do because he's just, they can't touch him and he's light. Yeah, exactly. And he has this omnipotence to him. So it's just like, it, it, it does play up that hopelessness of the fight. It's just... For whatever reason, slightly unsatisfying getting there. It's 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 yeah, my exactly. one little gripe here. I don't, I couldn't quite place it, but it does have that feeling. I want to so like uh, just real quick, thinking back to uh, Alabasta, you know, because Crocodile was the same kind of deal where it was an enemy that you couldn't you couldn't hit. Um, but maybe because so Luffy figured out how to hit him during their second fight, right? During their well, during their first fight, he realized uh, from their first fight at the end of their first fight that, that right. he was able to grab him, yes, and then yes. the second but fight th- he was able to do it. But it took yeah. three fights for Luffy to take him down, which I think helped Crocodile be that much of a threat because he's taking down Luffy, somebody we had not seen struggle at all up to this point. Yeah, and so now we're we're seeing all of these different characters all kind of like kind of walk, kind of line up against Itaru. They're all going to uh, get it downed one by one mm-hmm. um, and we so have does... no idea how luffy will do in this situation yeah so it's just like ah what are we you know it it, it feels different you know even though yeah. they are both villains um who cannot be touched um for a large part of the arc it they are the way they're presented is different and i think i think it is a little underwhelming to see the other characters who are just kind of like well you can't do anything against them, so uh, die. <laughs> yeah, we we took out <laughs> everybody else that like they could it. take out, so now it's time to get rid of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, I mean, still greatly enjoying it. I want to let that be known right off the bat. Mm. This is this is a really minor complaint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But with that, I believe we've said all we wanted to say about chapters 271 to 275 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brandabovia on Twitter, talking about anime manga games and my job. I actually, I think I might have mentioned, either way, I've got some books coming out uh, that I've been promoting 
um, and kind of doing some some little dives into in terms of like the technical process and all that. Um, and uh, as of uh, as of this recording, you know, it's it's uh, the beginning beginning of March here, so I've now hit six years in the manga industry. Oh wow, feeling pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. You've been with it as long as the Switch. Yeah, it pretty much. Yeah, my <laughs> my my first manga was like pretty much when the switch came out that's amazing yeah <laughs> how did you concentrate <laughs> I, uh, I didn't have one because i was broke because i didn't oh, get paid that'll, yet that'll, that'll do it <laughs> uh well if you'd like to help us out more you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash derek bittner that's d-e-r-r-i-c-k-b-i-t-n-e-r to listen to the next episode three days early and make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 276 to 280 of one piece Until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. The one thing I know is that God's prophecy will never falter because he is absolute. I'm curious to see how this person is going to die. Will you all fight each other? Will you gang up on one of the weaker ones? Of course, you could all resist your fates and force me to pick. What do you want to do, Robin? I'm not going to kill anyone. I won't either. I won't compete in your sick game. And I, too, refuse to take part. Insolent fool.